It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Wolverine.com podcast, our video edition. I'm John Borton here with our man Tom Crawford and East Lansing. Uh, absolute one of our all-time favorite guests. And, Tom, we uh, have plenty to talk about. Uh, a lot of seasons are ending. A lot of uh, spring football practice is over now. But uh, I want to start with hockey for Michigan because I, I just – is there anything more uh, – any more empty feeling? than to uh, have an overtime loss in hockey. You have all this frenetic action taking place, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's over. You know, you nailed it. And that's uh, that, that somewhat frustrates me about the sport sometimes because, I mean, Michigan in that overtime against Denver was absolutely terrific. They won that extra period, I thought, just as well, just like they won the second period. But you know, one little you know, one little mishap here and there. You know, oftentimes you know a puck can go off a skate, or just just a, a, a bad calculation. Uh, one guy not doing his job, and boom, it's over with. It's death defined. Uh, I go back uh, earlier in that period that you know the puck just kind of curls up on the ice where Michigan potentially could have had a game winner on a breakaway. It, that's the that's that kind of the excruciating part of that sport. But I'll tell you what, that was a – that was, and I'm not a hockey kind of swear. I watched that entire game, though, from start to finish. And I'm smart enough to figure out that was a slobber knocker, hard-hitting, uh, high-caliber college hockey game, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, Michigan had high hopes of uh, certainly making it to the championship game and maybe winning it all – uh, just a just a really tough uh, situation for the Wolverines. And then in the wake of that, they get uh, four guys signing pro contracts. There's always that churn. Uh, they're still going to have a ton of talent, but it's going to be young once again. And that's kind of how you have to win in hockey these days. It's a lot of times how you have to win in basketball. Well, I call uh, Michigan and hockey the uh, Kentucky basketball of hockey. And I'm not saying that in a negative light. For anybody who have negative feelings about the University of Kentucky Wildcats football basketball program, um, in terms of just getting this super high caliber talent coming in lately, uh, and, and, you know, for the most part, um, over there, I mean, Michigan's always had good talent in hockey, but extraordinary hockey. I mean, you could talk about, you know, seven guys getting drafted. Uh, um my point, or whatever the number was, first round picks, it's crazy, the caliber of hockey. But they're going to have new guys in, you know, um, and that's Mel Pierce is doing a great job. And But there's so much luck. You have to have everything fall in place. And look what Denver did. I mean, Denver went on and, you know, they, they you know, they cashed in with five goals to beat Minnesota State, formerly Mankato State, as I remember it. Uh, and the final, that could have been Michigan. They could have won it all. Um, and, you know, maybe it's – going to be one of these years when they don't have as much talent 
and they put it all together. But they're always in the hunt. It's a heck of a program. It's a heck of an athletic program, as we know. And the constellation of all this, the near misses in, in football, you know, the Final Four in football and hockey and uh, the Sweet 16 in basketball and all the other Olympic sports uh, doing well is uh, – they're going to get the all sports trophy, whatever that's called. I don't know if it's called the Sears Cup, whatever it's called these days. Uh, it looks like Michigan's going to get it the first time ever and grab it away from Stanford, who always seems to have it. Which would be amazing with Stanford's 118 sports, varsity sports. <laughs> yeah, well, 36 or 25, yeah. So um, you mentioned football. We've got to talk football. I am in the process of writing a, a piece for the Wolverine on seven reasons why Michigan can win the Big Ten again in 2022. Uh, as you watched spring ball develop and heard all of what was coming out of there, uh, do you have the same feeling? Uh, are, are there, is, this a, is this, once again, a serious Big Ten contender? I think so, because I think it's going to bring, uh, and I don't mean to pin this on one player, but, I mean, Darius Clemens is that guy. Uh, Adrian Arrington, uh, Mario Manningham. I mean, he's that, he's that guy that can stretch the defense, that wideout that can stretch the defense. I'm talking about that uh, freshman from Portland, Oregon, 6'3", 205 pounds, Rip City. Um, wow. That receiving room alone is going to cause a lot of threat to opposing defenses in my mind. So I'm super excited about the offense. Obviously, the running back room is solid. And quarterback has depth. We know that. No matter where we want to go in that discussion, and that's an ongoing discussion uh, by, by you know, Cade McNamara, J.J. McCarthy. Um, but my, my point is this, is offense is going to be spectacular, I, I truly think. It's the defense and that defensive line. Um, could Mozzie Smith have a great year? I mean, you have so much content to work for, John. Your biggest challenge is coming down to those seven reasons that you cited. I mean, there's there's tons of them that you could go in a direction with that type of an article. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And you're mentioning uh, the offense. We're going to talk about the offense. I would give you a guy on defense that you watch really closely because in Mike Morris – they have a oh, guy yes. that has to step up for uh, an All-American. You know, you you had uh, Hutchison that uh, did it all for Michigan, and uh, and certainly David Ojabo on the other end. Uh, the, just a real tragedy of him getting injured in the pro workout. We wish the best for him. But you now you've got the next round of guys, and who is going to be – uh, you know, you don't ask them to be a Hutchison, but you ask them to uh, to have that opportunity and take advantage of it. Uh, Mike Morris, how how good can he be on that defensive side? Here's here's what I I, I think about this, and uh, you know, we've talked a little about the schedule. The reason again that I I do like a, a bit of a soft schedule this year is that for that defense replacing so many people, you're going to have four games to get a defense with a new coordinator, uh, largely the same system, uh, but a lot of new guys up to speed to the point that when they go into Iowa and take on the Hawkeyes on the road, 
that, I, you know, I, I think they're going to be that much more ready. That said, you have an offense that was ready to uh, win a shootout against an Ohio State at the end of the season. We, you know, we look at that was a much better defensive effort against Ohio State. But in the second half, it became it felt like a shootout because you felt like you had to still score every time uh, because Ohio State was starting to, to do the same. I think that uh, it's going to be an interesting combination. Uh, a defense that's growing and an offense that's uh, coming out of the gate pretty hot. Yeah, I, I, you know, and you and I will go polarizing opposites on this schedule thing. And, you know, and, and that's, that's a bugaboo that I have. I just wish there was one, just one Power Five opponent in those first. I mean, well, yeah, you got the, you know, the fourth game is Maryland. But, I mean, in those three non-conference instead of the group of five, just have one to test you a little bit. Because you're going to go, you're going to kind of get into this fool's gold thing, I think. And and you're not really going to find out how exposed you are, your vulnerabilities, until you play tough competition. And I'll, and I'll quit talking about that. But I do think, though, that you're right. You can get a sense of rhythm on this offense while playing against, you know, inferior competition. Um, and, they'll, they, they, you know, the, 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 the downside of that is, though, you have to – when, once you have a schedule like that of, of, of three non-credible uh, non-conference opponents, you have to be perfect, in my mind, in the Big Ten play. And that's a challenge because going to Nile Kinnick Stadium, uh, managing the noise and all that stuff is, is going to be – and, yeah, there's experienced quarterbacks doing that. I mean, but that's just – that's your first road game. You're jumping – and your first – not only is your first road game, it's your first tough, credible opponent – that uh, we're going to find out everything there is to know about Michigan football. Uh, I think it's October 1st is that Saturday. We're going to find out. And I, I'm looking forward to that podcast on that Monday after that, maybe that October 3rd, if I got my calendar correct, because yeah. that will be, that will tell where the seed is, is going in one, in a nutshell right then. And if Michigan loses that game in Kinnick stadium, uh, in October, then I'm going to be coming on this podcast and saying, Tom Crawford, you were absolutely right. And I was absolutely wrong because uh, they should have played somebody a little bit better. And I, you're going to have Michigan fans listening to this and saying, Iowa, do you remember what they did to them in the Big Ten championship game? But you and I both know that it's going to be a different world out oh. in Iowa because it's I'm telling you, it won't. Michigan catches a break. It won't be that uh, 10 degree wind tunnel that it can be in Kinnick Stadium as early in the season as that comes. But it's going to be a, a tough, fierce environment, probably a, a night game. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, that's the other thing I was going to throw at. It's a night game, but it won't be a bone chiller night game like that uh, game in 2016, uh, which was a Bad, bad situation. Um, yeah, and, and you know they they could still you know they could they could win that game and have other you know hiccups down the road. I'm not saying the Iowa game is going to be once they get through hurdle through Iowa. I mean they got they got a, a couple tough home games, including Penn State and Michigan State, and then obviously going down to Columbus and other you know there's other games in between that they could they could stumble. But um, I what what I like though about you know and and you know I I know you're on vacation and I was down at the spring game al along with others and I have a really difficult time evaluating spring games. I'm not smart enough to figure it out like a lot of uh, a lot of your colleagues at the Wolverine.com are and others. 
But um, a couple of I did like I, I did this Quentin Johnson who was playing strong safe number fourteen I think as number that guy you know was seemingly all over the place sometimes you, and, and I had my eye on number two Will Johnson um, uh, you know Johnson and Johnson not the law firm but the secondary guys the newbies uh, are you know as far as guys that are Quentin Johnson's a better player but I mean he's new to the as far as playing I mean I, I saw some guys that could potentially step up and be those household names on defense. Uh, and, and, but it's up front. It's that interior D line, uh, Chris Jenkins, you know, some of these guys up front, can they be that dominant guy? Can they be Georgia esque in terms of, of that type of athleticism on the D line? And that's why that game sticks out to me because that's a, okay. So this is where we got to get to, to go to, to a- actually have aspirations of a national championship is Georgia and that defense, that defensive line, I, you know, and that's going to be the big question. Can, can Michigan have a D line like that in 2022? Well, what I, one of the things I like about that is you have someone that is in charge of that defensive line that has made himself an elite defensive line coach in this country to bring in a Mike Elston is, mm-hmm. uh, is huge. For this team, I know the folks that are over in Notre Dame that I talk to uh, think that that's a big loss for the Irish in a very big game for Michigan. So I, I, I think you've got a plus there. I think they've added some depth. They've, you do have some young guys coming along that I think are going to uh, really step up. We got to see how that looks. But the people that we have talked to that have watched this very closely like the defensive line more than they thought they would in the uh, in light of those uh, guys leaving. I will ask you this. Um, I gotta. I, I have to ask you at least one uh, fairly underhanded question, at, at <laughs> least in terms of putting you on the spot that gets us back to the quarterback situation. We talked about the uh, how the importance of the Iowa game. Who's going to start that game? for Michigan at quarterback in Kinnick Stadium? Uh, I'm going to stick with my gut, and my gut tells me J.J. McCarthy um, is going to start in that game. And, and you know, I, it's unfortunate that he, he had a shoulder issue and, um, and, and that, you know, he I, th- thankfully no surgery is required, but it, it, that puts you back a little bit. I, I just think he's had enough experience – because, I mean, we could say he, oh, he didn't have enough experience until freaking his junior year. For some reason, he gets that tag. He's had some quality play out there. Um, I, I think his sheer escapability is, is going to be, um, which we're seeing in, in college football, the guys that can do that against high-level defenses. Um, and, and, you know, Penn State's going to, you know, be a challenge. Uh, you know, like I said before, on defense, Michigan State's always got a good defense, you know. Ohio State down in Columbus uh, and the sheer athleticism that they have, uh, let alone go into the playoff if they get to that point. It's going to take – to me, it take, I'm just going to tell you what I feel like. J.J. McCarthy has a higher ceiling. He, he truly does. And I just think that, that eventually that's going to, you know, cream is going to rise to the top. Now, let me tell you something. If we sit around here with J.J. McCarthy – all the talent that young man has, all the dead, you know, he's focused. He's as focused as Cade McNamara. They're both focused. They both want to win. I get all that. But he's throwing balls after, you know, coming home from the, you know, from a road game and, you know, Wisconsin, he's, 
you know, engaging some receivers. Let's go throw. I mean, let's go run to do his passing tree and stuff like that. This kid, if he goes three years and never plays more than 20% of the snaps, that's going to be absolutely insane if that happens uh, in a bad way. Uh, and I think that's not going to happen. I think he's going to play. I think for sure he's going to play and play a lot. I will well, on the hit. John, but John, John, I got to – so I'm going to throw it back at you. Play a lot, okay? John Borton's definition of playing a lot to a guy as in John Borton who loves Kay McNamara, and I understand your opinion of it. I, I like him too. But how do you incorporate the two? How do you do that productively in, on your football team? Well, I think that you have to uh, – I think they did about as good a job of it as they could last year in terms of inserting J.J. McCarthy situationally. I think that has to expand in the coming year. I think that there has to be more packages where he comes in and uh, does things that uh, that call for greater mobility and all of that. I'm going to – I'm going to say right now my prediction would be for that Iowa game that uh, Cade McNamara is your starting quarterback in that game, barring injury. I think through that uh, non-conference schedule that we've discussed, he's not going to do anything to lose that job. I know that you think that J.J. McCarthy has such a higher ceiling that he could win that job maybe before the season even starts, and I allow for that possibility. But I, I just think that. Uh, the- but where does it end, John? John, where does it end? You say Iowa game is okay. So then, uh, so Harbaugh. So the, then, obviously, you go to the next game. The next game. Well, we're going to stick with Cade. You know, we're winning. Whatever. I mean, when does it end? When does when does JJ have his opportunity under your approach? Well, it ends in one of two ways. If JJ McCarthy shows himself so much superior that you cannot uh, deny it, and it's time for Jim Harbaugh to make that call, whether it comes uh, because of something that's happening on the field or something that he sees in practice, or you're not headed for another Big Ten championship quarterback. Cade McNamara uh, considers himself a Big Ten championship quarterback, has the resume to prove it, and if he's on his way to another Big Ten championship, uh, has Michigan humming along undefeated, I think it's going to be hard to make that switch. Um, I'm just telling you, I, I mean, you know, uh, we agree to disagree. I mean, um, I, 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 I am just baffled that we're if, – if this goes into this situation this year, and I, I'm, I'm borrowing – the situation that you know, I mean, I, I think I think JJ is gonna 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 win this job. I'll just I'll just say I'll just say that. And I I'm about to want to ask you another question. I, you know, let's be a point counterpoint. Do you Wait, see a you hold a second? Do you see a 50-50 thing? A 50-50 thing of sharing it, uh, a la the Brady Henson thing. No, no, I don't want to see that. I don't think uh, uh, that that that's too arbitrary. Give a guy, this guy, two quarters, and this I'm guy. I'm talking about packages. Quarters. Your packages, I don't have to be one quarter, one quarter. But, I mean, do you think approximately, I mean, the 20% stuff for J.J. is a complete waste. Complete. Yeah. What if it was 35 or 40%? <laughs> 
and you know, yeah. Yeah. I, let me just say that you and your point of view have untold supporters, not only on the fort, our our <laughs> our premium message board, but also across Cheers. the country. So I'm not I'm I'm not claiming that. Uh, okay, it's it's <clears throat> Tom Crawford and a handful of JJ McCarthy fans <laughs> against the world. It's not. This is this is a big divide, and uh, and I acknowledge that. I have absolutely nothing against JJ McCarthy. I think he's going to be a great Michigan quarterback. Uh, I've talked to his dad. He th- those that family is so all in for Michigan. I know. That, yeah, you know they've declared. Hey, he's not going anywhere. Why would he? He loves Michigan, uh, and I am I'm anxious to see him as. Uh, as a large part of this team and Michigan's eventual starting quarterback. But well, I'm just not sure it's going to happen at the start of this year. Well, they're telling you, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, because he's, 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 he's getting the majority of snaps for how, how, the, you know, how things can change if, if the dynamics change on that and his, and his participation in that. You know? and, and then one of the other things that I noticed about Cade is that um, – and I, you know, in the postgame presser, it really wasn't. I'm kind of mad at myself or some others are um, not bringing it up. But he really doesn't acknowledge JJ that much. Um, I've noticed. I mean, it's like, it's like in this postgame presser, uh, talking about things. It was all. It was all about from his perspective and nothing else. Um, I. Davis Warren, you know, the, 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 the great young man who did that, you know, who's coming back, he acknowledged him and, and, you know, JJ didn't play. I understand that, but I'm curious to know how Cade would accept losing a larger percentage than uh, 20% of the snaps or whatever, uh, sometimes less than that going in uh, before, you know, being all into Michigan because that, that uh, transfer portal is a very tantalizing off ramp for college football players when things aren't working out the way they want to. No doubt about it. No. And, and it, Hey, it is a highly competitive situation. You know, both those guys <laughs> want to be the man. I didn't hear Brian Greasy saying anything about all oh, this young kid behind me, Tom Brady. He's uh he's pretty darn good back in 1997. Um, yeah, I, I, I get it. Uh, these guys are, fighting it out and I think to the extent <clears throat> excuse me that they can keep it civil uh and keep it productive <laughs> for Michigan football it's a good thing yes. so before I let yeah. you go though one last thing um so much of Cade McNamara's success last year was because Michigan had a dominant running game that Tom Crawford had been waiting to see for a long 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 time and what do you think about, okay, Hassan Haskins is gone, but you've got Donovan Edwards stepping up. You've got Blake Corum. You've got an offensive line that is 60% returning starters and a Remington Award finalist plugging in at center along with uh, uh, another good young player. Are they going to have the kind of dominant running game maintained that will make it easier on whoever is behind center? Yeah, I think so. Um, that's a great question. I think it will be for the reason I opened up with about Darius Clemens, because you know when you looked at that receiving core last year, 
or even the year before, I'm trying to think, um, Michigan hasn't had that deep threat the last to really stretch that defense. And that's where I think Clemens can be that guy, not to put pressure on an incoming freshman, but he represents that kind of guy uh, in that in that very talented uh, receiving core room. Um, so that's going to help. And, you know, the transfer from Virginia, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, and you're going to have to help me with that all fall long, John. Maybe we'll have to take lessons how to pronounce his last name. What do we call him, him, Ola or Ulu? You just call him Olu. Oh, Olu. Okay, okay. That's what That's what I'm going to go. That young man was a post-game presser. Very impressive. Uh, I mean, when you a Remington Award finalist, I mean, my God, this is crazy. And the way um, other players were talking about him, um, fitting in, um, just the whole team guy thing, and you know, like, like look, I like he's been here all along. That's a great sign, and it all starts with the guy that snaps the football. And I'm excited about this offense. I, I can't. It's bubbling over right now. I, I think Michigan's never going to have any problem uh, of putting points on the board against anybody. All right. I expect by the end of the season, the name Olu. Oluwatimi will flow Oluwatimi. off your lips, just like the name Tom Crawford does. Tom, always super to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. And uh, just like you said about being civil, we are always civil, John, on the Wolverine podcast, no matter if we agree or disagree on any issue out there. And always a pleasure and look forward to next time, JB. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.